Welcome to Defending Digital. I'm Chad Warner. If you're looking for a useful resource on minimizing your risk of identity theft, check out the book Swiped, How to Protect Yourself in a World Full of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves by Adam Levin. I'd like to share my summary of the book with you. I do also encourage you to read this book for yourself. So here's my summary. This book is a useful resource on minimizing your risk of identity theft. It covers both theory and practice, teaching you how to have a security and privacy mindset, and also giving specific protective steps to take online and offline. Unfortunately, it is repetitive, giving the same advice multiple times. Levin says, quote, identity theft cannot be, pre cannot be prevented, but it can be contained. Be paranoid, be ready, end quote. In other words, although you can't prevent identity theft, you can reduce your risk and minimize the damage if it occurs. He frequently cites the nonprofit Identity Theft Resource Center. Levin walks through his three M's framework. One, minimize risk of exposure. Two, monitor accounts. Three, manage damage. So here are my notes from the book, uh, divided up by part and chapter. Part one, an overview of the problem. What's in a name and a number? Anonymous data doesn't provide as much privacy as you think. Science Magazine reported a study that connected specific people to specific purchases from this publicly available anonymized data. Receipt, Instagram post, tweet or Facebook post about recent purchase or favorite restaurant. Swiping happens. If you get a message asking you to call, independently confirm the phone number to ensure that the number belongs to the party you think it belongs to. Don't use the same usernames and passwords on multiple websites. Disable geotagging on camera and photos. Don't use free Wi-Fi for sensitive data without confirming it's the right network and secure. Part two, the basics of what you can do. Understanding the problem is the solution. A miner who has a, whose identity is stolen can suffer from bad credit or other problems later in life. Identity. Identity theft victims can be arrested for crimes they didn't commit, or be added to no-fly lists, or be denied employment, or suffer health problems due to corrupted health records. The conclusion of the Science Magazine report referenced earlier, the more time you spend on social media, the greater your vulnerability to hacking. Every piece of data you share increases your attack surface. The three M's. One, minimize risk of exposure. 2. Monitor accounts. 3. Manage damage. Minimize risk of exposure. Don't share too much info with people you don't know, online or offline. Use long, strong passwords. Secure all devices through settings and anti-malware software. Use two-factor authentication whenever possible. Shred documents that contain personally identifiable information, PII, or sensitive data. Don't carry anyone's social security cards. Don't carry your Medicare card if you can help it. Limit the number of credit and debit cards you carry. Don't use simple or easily guessable pins. Don't send usernames, passwords, or personally identifiable information by email or other insecure messages. Use a separate email account for online shopping. Be aware of risks, scams, malware, oversharing on social media, etc. Turn off devices when you're not using them. 
don't authenticate yourself to anyone who contacts you unsolicited. Set privacy controls tightly and review them frequently. Don't take quizzes that ask for PII. Anytime you connect a device to your network, read the manual and replace default passwords with long, strong passwords. Securely, all, securely store all documents containing PII. Shred them when you no longer need them. Destroy any hard drives that you no longer use. Or, this is just my note, securely wipe them. Shred protocols from the Identity Theft Resource Center, ITRC. S, strengthen passwords. H, handle PII with care. R, read credit reports annually. E, empty your purse and wallet. D, discuss these tips with friends. No company can prevent identity theft. To learn about choosing an identity theft service provider, see idtheftinfo.org. So the next M is monitor accounts. Regularly check credit reports from all three credit bureaus via annualcreditreport.com. Space them out throughout the year and consider paying for more frequent credit reports from one or all three credit bureaus. Enroll in transactional notification programs, which may be free through your bank, credit union, or credit card issuers. Enroll in programs that give access to credit score at least monthly. Consider subscribing to credit and fraud monitoring services and set notifications as appropriate. Consider those that provide recovery services as well as monitoring. Check credit card and bank transactions daily so you can catch fraud quickly. Consider setting fraud alerts through credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. Monitor the credit of your children. Freeze your credit with each credit bureau. The last M, manage damage. Consider cyber liability, identity protection, and or identity theft damage control, which may be offered by your insurance carrier, financial services provider, or employer. Hackers go after the weakest target. Keep increasing your security to distance yourself from the weak targets. Part three, the many types of identity theft. Spies in your home, how the internet of things may violate your privacy, threaten your security, and ruin your credit. Consider dumb appliances and devices to reduce the risk of smart ones. Voice assistants, such as Siri, smart speakers, such as Amazon Echo, and audio messaging apps, such as Facebook Messenger, can theoretically allow hackers to listen to you. A taxing situation. Ignore calls and emails from the IRS. The IRS never initiates contact by phone or email. They only initiate contact through the US mail. If in doubt, call the IRS at 800-829-1040. If you're a victim of identity theft, file a report with the local police, file a complaint at identitytheft.gov, or call the FTC at 877-438-4338. Place a fraud alert with one of the three credit bureaus. Consider a credit monitoring service. Close fraudulent accounts. Contact the IRS and complete form 14039. If the IRS does not reply, call them at 800-908-4490. It's a hard knock, hard knock life, child identity theft. More than 10% of all foster children are victims of identity theft. May the farce be with you. Social media do's and don'ts. 
set social media settings to not tag you in posts by others until you approve them. How to minimize the danger, damage of a Facebook hack. Change your name or use a nickname. Don't geotag photos. Don't add location to photos. Put a false birth date or at least the wrong year. Lock down your privacy settings to limit what people can see and delete past posts that provide PII. From the chapter From Dangerous to Deadly on healthcare scams and medical identity theft. Don't give medical offices info they don't truly need, such as your social security number, PII of family members, like names, birth dates, etc. Carefully check every explanation of benefits, EOB, for anything out of place. Ask to check your medical records whenever you see a doctor or specialist and look for anything out of place. From the chapter, Wanted, Dead or Alive, but it's easier if you're dead. Include post-mortem identity theft precautions in your estate planning, including granting power of attorney to a trusted family member. Have all post-mortem communications ready, so all your family needs to do is send your death certificate to the appropriate parties. Signing up for identity theft protection that includes identity management and credit monitoring would be very helpful. Immediately after death is a time of great vulnerability because no one is paying attention to the credit and identity of the deceased. Part four, resources and terms. From appendix one, fraud stories. If you get a call from any institution about a financial matter or information security, ask for a phone number and hang up. Then confirm the phone number is correct by checking the organization's website. Be wary of forming a relationship with someone who says they can't meet in person, talk on the phone, or have a video call. Be suspicious of someone who always has emergencies. Those are signs of a scam. What military personnel should do? Put active duty alert on your credit files. Grant power of attorney to a trusted spouse or loved one before you depart. Consider using an identity management service. Check with your insurance agent, bank, credit union, HR department at work, or your service branch to see what they offer. Look for credit monitoring and resolution services. What the elderly and their children should do. Ensure anyone who works in an elderly person's home has had a thorough background check. And freeze credit. From Appendix 2, a glossary of scams. If you ever win anything that requires you to pay, it's a scam. Winners don't pay before receiving prizes. Report online fraud to the Internet Crime Complaint Center at ic3.gov. From Appendix 3, Identity Theft and the Deceased, Prevention and Victim Tips, you can see the Identity Theft and the Deceased, Prevention and Victim Tips, ITRC Fact Sheet 117. That's online and there's a link in the corresponding blog post. So further reading, I recommend that you read this book. Again, the title is Swiped, How to Protect Yourself in a World Full of Scammers, Fishers, and Identity Thieves by Adam Levin. And the resources page at defendingdigital.com also has this book and additional books on cybersecurity and privacy. So what should you do? Well, I recommend reading the book. Uh, I've given you a summary of it here, but that's really not a substitute for reading the book. Uh, in addition to giving you specific proactive uh, steps to take, the book also teaches how to have a security and privacy mindset, and that's really important. So a few of the tips that I've handpicked out of the book. If you get a message asking you to call, independently confirm the phone number to ensure the number belongs to the party you think it does. Two, 
Don't use the same usernames or passwords on multiple websites. Three, disable geotagging on cameras and photos. Four, don't use free Wi-Fi for sensitive data without confirming that it's the right network and that it's secure. Five, use two-factor authentication whenever possible. Six, don't send usernames, passwords, or PII, that's personally identifiable information, by email or other insecure messages. Seven, set your privacy controls tightly and review them frequently. Eight, don't take quizzes that ask for PII. Nine, anytime you connect a device to your network, read the manual and replace the default passwords with long, strong passwords. 10, destroy any hard drives that you no longer use or securely wipe them. 11, freeze your credit with each credit bureau, Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion. 12, consider dumb appliances and devices to reduce the risk of smart ones. 13, on social media, put a false birth date or at least the wrong year. And 14, if you get a call from any institution about a financial matter or information security, ask for their phone number and then hang up. Then confirm that the phone number is correct by checking the organization's website. You can find all of these notes online at defendingdigital.com, uh, as well as other cybersecurity and digital privacy tips.